everybody, it is the Elemental Podcast live on Monday, July 2nd, 2018. T and P to you, prepare to get dry, please, please, for the love of all that is holy in Mecca, make America smart again, if you could, I hope you had a great weekend, I had a great Weekend, myself full of fun and frivolity, all sorts of stupidity. Uh, but before I get into it, I want to go over uh, World Cup stuff. It is happening. I have watched zero seconds of it. Uh, not just because the Americans aren't in it, just because I don't really care. Uh, not a big soccer guy. Played a lot of soccer when I was a kid. Played soccer as a grown adult. Uh, I was goalie, of all things. And I became goalie uh, because no one else wanted to be. And I'm the kind of idiot when no one else is stepping up to do something and everyone's just kind of looking around and looking at one another. I'm the fucking moron who goes, all right, I guess I'll do it. Uh, and so I became a goalie, and I, I bought all the gear, the gloves, and the jersey, and the special pants with padding sewn inside. I got all of it, man. I was I was duded up, right? And uh, one of the last times I played, and you know, I never played higher competitive stuff. I played co-ed kind of rec league stuff. Like I just wanted to go out and have fun and social socialize. And, you know, it wasn't, you want to win, but it isn't about the victory, right? It's not about winning and crushing and destroying, defeating the enemy and seeing them driven before you, right? It's not about that shit. Um, but for some reason, the last league I played in, it was an outdoor league because I also played a lot of indoor. And I can't lie, I enjoy indoor more. There's just more action to it. But uh, there were some guys in our league who were uh, English, straight from the UK and I'm assuming they were uh, soccer hooligans because even though we were playing in a co-ed rec league these dudes took it way too uh, intensive um, I had a guy uh, kick me in the head uh, when when we were playing I had the ball in my hands and I don't know if he was trying to kick it out of my hands or what but this motherfucker he kicked me in the head and uh, that's when I stood up and was like, fuck you, you piece of shit. Uh, go back to Blimey Land, you mother of cunt. Um, and then I stopped playing after that. Because uh, I'm not going to play in a league where uh, I'm just trying to have fun. And you got morons who are intentionally trying to hurt you. So, so long, soccer. Suck my balls. Lick my ass. Uh, but, you know, World Cup, biggest thing going on in the world, right? Not a whole lot bigger than that. So I decided I'm going to make some predictions. So I did, everybody. Games started this weekend. So if you follow me uh, or follow the Elemental Podcast page, I made some predictions for the games that happened over the weekend. And there were two on Saturday and two on Sunday. Uh, and I was four of the four games. I chose 50% right, which is pretty much, uh, take a coin and flip it and uh, you'll probably get the same, same kind of response. So I feel like I'm doing all right. 
Maybe, probably, probably not. But I picked uh, Portugal over Uruguay. I was wrong on that. I picked France over Argentina. I was correct on that. I got a little shit uh, from my buddy Joe about it because by the time my predictions were posted, apparently the game was already over. And you see, what I did is I made a regular post about the podcast and I posted, I don't know, I think about uh, 10 o'clock or something like that. Let me go. I can actually go and look here. Um, I think it was, see, at 9 o'clock I had posted it. And uh, so I scheduled this post for 3 o'clock because you can schedule your posts on uh, pages if you guys didn't know that. So I don't have to actually sit at 3 o'clock and post something. I can at uh, 9 o'clock in the morning, I can post it or schedule it, and then it'll it'll post uh, at 3. So it's convenient. It's easy to use. If you have a page, you're probably aware of that already. Uh, but apparently by the time I post that, the game of France beating Argentina was already done, and Joe was kind of giving me shit. And I'm like, look, man, I uh, am not going to cheat on something like this. Because, one, uh, it doesn't matter to me one way or the other. And, two, I'm just, I'm not going to cheat, right? I just, I don't care about World Cup and what, there's no fun in it if you're cheating to make yourself look better. I don't win anything from this. I didn't go to Vegas and place some bets on the game. So, but I picked uh, France over Argentina. They did it for me. Those fucking uh, Francophones, they did it. Good for them. Uh, I picked Russia over Spain because I do believe home field advantage, uh, and and they pro- probably also bought off refs. It is Russia; they're they're dirty commies and they cheat. I picked Denmark over Croatia. Uh, those fucking uh, Danes they let me down in Croatia, a country that I don't even think I could pick out of on a map. Uh, one and to be perfectly honest, Uruguay. I know it's down there in South America. Uh, I can pick out like Argentina and Chile and Brazil. And uh, to be perfectly honest, I'm not even sure if I could pick out Uruguay. But uh, they they beat Portugal. I know know where Portugal is and I know where France is and I know where Spain is. Denmark, I know the general area. World Cup makes you feel like a fucking moron. Okay, so with that being said, everybody... There's a couple games going on. Um, at the time of this recording, there's a couple games happening today. It is I'm recording. It's just a little before 11 o'clock. There's a game happening now, so I don't feel bad about this because it's tied at halftime. So uh, it, it, if I pick a team now, it's fine because the score is the same. Um, I haven't watched any bit of the game. It's Brazil versus Mexico. Everybody's supposed to root for Mexico uh, because they're they're our bordering neighbor. But I don't We want to build a fucking wall around him, man. So why should we root for him? I'm not rooting for him. I am picking Brazil, everybody. Pele, uh, one of the greatest stars of all time, played for Brazil. I, I think. I'm probably wrong. But uh, I'm going to go with uh, Brazil, Rio de Janeiro. They got that big old uh, super Jesus down there. Uh, you can't go wrong with Brazil, everybody. So I'm picking Brazil. And then the other one is uh, Belgium. And Japan. Uh, Two countries I've actually been to, everybody. I've been to both Belgium and Japan. Uh, With that being said, I'm going with... uh, I'm I'm taking the Asians, everybody. I'm taking the Asians. Taking Japan over Belgium. So market, everybody. Market. 
Brazil and Japan uh, market 11 a.m. on Monday, July 2nd. It's in books. And then there's some games tomorrow. Uh, there is Sweden versus Switzerland and Colombia versus England. Uh, wow, Sweden versus Switzerland. You got uh, the Aryan race versus the Aryan race there. Uh, I guess I'm going to go with the Aryan race. A little more northern Aryan race, guys. I'm going to go with Sweden over Switzerland. And then I... Uh, the last game, Colombia and England. Um, boy, normally you're going to want to go with the uh, the Hispanic uh, people. Uh, that's what they do. They love playing soccer. Football. They love playing the football. The football. But uh, I'm not. Uh, again, I'm going to go with the Aryan Nation. And I'm going to go with uh, England to defeat Colombia. I'm probably going to regret that one. But uh, I don't really give a shit about soccer so it works out everybody so i got a uh, winners market in the book call up vegas put your bets down make a ton of money on uh bookkeeper stew right here uh, we're going with uh, brazil japan sweden england uh we'll have uh we'll follow up on this on thursday where i make more picks in the quarterfinals uh it's gonna be uruguay versus france in one and uh everything else is to be determined so, uh, yeah, everybody. Hope you're enjoying World Cup. I haven't watched one second of it. Not one iota. Not even at the gym. I actually even one time tried to watch some. I was going to go sit down on the bike, do a little pedaling, watch some soccer guys kicking with their feet. And uh, there, were, there were no games on. I don't know how the hell that happened, but there were no games. So it didn't happen. No soccer for Stu. Maybe I'll try and watch the finals. Uh, if that if it's on and I'm near TV and we'll see what happens. This weekend was a fun time for me, everybody. It was a good time, good stuff, a lot of comedy, uh, hanging out with some folks. It was good. Um, did uh did that comedy show at Jackson Spring Lake on Thursday night? Uh, I know I talked about it. Um, it's just not a fucking good show. It just isn't. You leave not feeling good about comedy, and I didn't. I didn't feel good about comedy. Uh, it was awful, but you get through it. I didn't even sell any merch, and I know it's the kind of town where, or room where you're never going to sell merch. I don't know why. I think it's because it's a bar, and there's no reason for people to leave, and when you're trying to sell merch, you're out by the exit, and it's so when people are marching past you, and they're like, oh, I'll pick up the shirt, or whatever the hell someone's wearing, and when there's no reason for anyone to leave because that bar closes at probably 1, 2 in the morning, they're just going to stay there and drink and get food and whatever, this and that. So uh, you sell shit, and I sold shit. So whatever. Not feeling good about it. Saturday, though. All right, this is this is the day of redemption for Stu. Did the good old Lake Odessa Fair, the town fair, and Lake Odessa is about... 30, 40 minutes away from Grand Rapids, but it is a millennium and lifetime away because it is country. Not like Grand Rapids is big city living, but uh, this is uh, a whole lot of nothing, everybody. And um, get to the fair, and I mean, it, it, it's what you think it, it would be. There's uh, some 
couple barns with where people have their critters. Like I saw kids walking their cows down the, the, the midway, and it's just weird seeing these young cows just kind of bucking and dancing, and the the kids, the fourteen year old kid trying to walk this cow, which is kind of funny to me. I'm I'm not big city guy, but I'm sure as hell not country, and so you're just watching it. I'm like, oh man, are you gonna? kill that thing later like what's happening like what are you doing like do you is this thing a pet for you now do you just like keep a cow like i don't i don't understand it like what do you do with a cow like if it is a pet like it just stays there like i've never understood like the bigger pet like horses too like a horse to me just seems like an awful fucking pet uh like it's just there and it takes up a lot of space and a lot of energy and a lot of money and i'm like you can't keep it in the house. I don't know. It's it's a pain. It shits a whole lot. You got to clean up all this horse shit. Road apples. I'll, I'll pass. Not for me. So, I, so I've never understood why. I'm only assuming because the horse should be thankful that it's fast. Because otherwise people would have been riding cows. And then they would have been slaughtering horses for burgers, right? You'd have a horse burger and not a beef burger is what it would be if a cow was faster. We'd be getting on that. We'd be getting on Bessie and bucking Bessie, right? But, uh, you know, they have their, there's the games and a couple rides. And fuck me, man. These uh, carnies just fucking miscreants it's like they're they're not even like clean like you guys know what a shower is right you guys know what laundry like these dudes the shirts they're wearing are just stained and black and it's fucking oil and grease and they fucking i don't know probably they've people have died and they've used the shirts to wipe out blood it's just awful these guys and they all look like they got warrants in about five different states at least it's you know i'm so i'm going i'm not getting on any of these fucking rides i don't want a part of any of this shit uh but whatever you know see i'm not even gonna play any of the games i don't want to win a goldfish none of that stuff can you it was like a hundred degrees out and they got fish out there that you can win this the fish is already dead in that bag of three-week-old water in that plastic bag. It's hot. The water's hot as shit. You could probably boil an egg in it, let alone the fish. Just crazy. But we get there, and uh, I'm nervous about it because the show is outside. It's supposed to start at 7 o'clock, too. So it's, you're outside. It's still light out. And they have us performing at the grandstand. And the grandstand is just this big... As you can imagine, arena, there's bleachers. and I guess they said it could sit about 800 people maybe, but oh, they got a lot of it blocked off for comedy. Because, you know, it's not... 800 people are not going to come out and see David Dyer and myself, I wouldn't think. And uh, they have a big old uh, trailer they brought out and they put hay around it, which I thought was funny. Kind of, We told them to do it too. Let's make this as country as possible. And it was just... It was funny to me. And uh, cordless mics, you never want to use a cordless mic because you're always fearful that the battery will die or the connection won't work. You want a corded mic, but everything in the world is against you. There, There's nothing going right. Like if you were to write everything down on a piece of paper about this show, like outside daylight, 
uh, hot as balls, cordless mic, and pass that information to any other comic, they'd be like, oh yeah, this is shit, don't, don't ever do this. And uh, for whatever reason, though, everybody came together and things went really well. The sound was great, the crowd was into it. So a lot of it is just you got to amp yourself up. You got to talk yourself up. I went up there. I just goofed around. I'm at the tail end of my comedy career, and I'm completely aware of it. And I think that's going to allow me to have more fun with it because I because I don't care. Uh, I don't care if people like this shit or not because uh, I'm almost done. I'm done, everybody. And so I'm going to do stuff that's going to be fun for me. So then I went on stage, I did what I did, and, and uh, they laughed, they cried, became a part of them. And uh, brought. they did an intermission too, which is also something in comedy shows you generally kind of try, try to not have because it kind of, it, it defeats the momentum. Whatever someone was doing in front of you, the momentum is gone because now people went out to get a drink or a smoke or whatever, this or that. But I guess they felt these people needed to go give them that opportunity to get some more beers and smoke break potty or whatever. And Dave went on and, and he killed it and I sold a whole shit ton of merch and uh, gave money back. It was proceeds went towards Little League and they have like pickleball there. And pickleball is this weird tennis slash ping pong hybrid game. That, you, that they had a lot of pickleball courts there and money went towards pickleball and Little League and uh, gave a whole bunch of money back to the Little League from the merch sales and everybody's happy and it's great and they loved it. They got a lot of positive reviews around it, so it's good. And then uh, Dave, Jamie, and I went over to the beer tent because they, they, were, they were plying us with beer tickets as well. So we went over there and we're hanging out. We're just talking, shooting the shit. No one's really bothering us. And, I, you know, what I enjoy about comedy shows is just talking to the other comic because I, I know them or I at least have this commonality with them. And so it's easy for me to talk to them. I'm not good at small talk. I've talked about that numerous times here. I, I don't know what to do um, unless that other person is leading and, and directing conversation. I'll just be like, yeah, and then I just stare at you like a moron because I just don't feel comfortable talking with people it's just not i'm comfortable talking on stage because i'm talking at you i'm not talking with you but uh anyway hey i'm just looking at the score brazil is now up one nothing so so far my prediction is correct yay so we're just sitting there the three of us drinking uh our pbrs and, and dave is uh he's a crossfitter so he's drinking mick ultra because that's the beer for athletes. Like, if you're trying to stay in shape, you got to drink the Mick Ultra, right? Because, you know, beer is healthy. Mick Ultra is healthy. So get, get on board with that. So we're just sitting there talking. And then all of a sudden this woman, this random woman comes up to our little table we're sitting at. Actually, we're standing at. It's, it's a high top. And, and she comes over. She's like, yeah, Rachel said that uh, you, were, you guys were bored and, and you want, she wanted to send someone over, so I came over. And I'm like, I really have no fucking clue why she would do that or, and, or, or what the hell's going on here, but uh, okay. And so now we're stuck talking to a townie. And I don't, I don't mean stuck in a bad way. I know it sounds bad, but it's just kind of like, okay, now there's this woman that I have to 
address or acknowledge that she's here. I'm not going to be the kind of dick where I just ignore her. Like, I don't know, when someone comes up to talk to you, I'm not that kind of dick. I can't. I'm not. Not going to happen. So I'm talking to her. And see, you're just asking about Lake Odessa, the town. And it's Podunk Town. And I clearly, I knew that. And uh, there was karaoke going on behind us. And there was a woman there singing. And the woman that was talking to us turns around and goes, Oh my God, that's Margaret. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe Margaret's the mayor or something like that. But uh, the woman that we were talking to goes, oh, no, Margaret is the, uh, she's the village idiot. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's pretty sweet. Uh, she's the village idiot. And every every town has one. I will tell you this. You know it. I know it. Every little podunk town has the oddball character. Someone that uh, got, they got dropped on their head or they were a teenager and got hit by the car and they were never the same again. And now they got to ride a uh, adult-sized tricycle. Y you know what I'm talking about. They're very harmless people, but they're characters. They're weirdos. You don't know what the fuck's going on in their brain. And they're always fun and funny. And they're usually, they're harmless they're weirdos, but they're harmless. And then this lady who was at the table with us goes on to say, uh, yeah, we actually have three. They got three fucking village idiots or weirdos. And we're like, what? And she's like, yeah, there's a... Uh, God, what was his name? Jerry? Was it... I think it was... She said the one guy's name was Jerry. And Jerry was... She just described him as this really small man who just wore, like headphones like big big fucking headphones like he was calling into the bombardier to drop bombs on germany kind of headphones and she said she hadn't seen him there and then there was another dude she said who uh god I, she told me his name and i can't remember what it was but she just described him as greasy he was greasy and I'm like oh what a fucking wonderful term to describe someone like you completely know when someone uses the term greasy you completely know what they look like and you can completely know what they do and are and I just loved I loved I think I could live in a small town I would rather live in a small town like Lake Odessa before I live in like a big city like Chicago or New York. It'd be awful for my comedy career, but as I've said, my comedy career is, is just about over. It's over, everybody. Uh, turn out the lights, close the casket, throw dirt on it. It is done and or done. And uh, I, it just was funny. And then she, even what she was telling me about her own life, she had... Um, she was in her uh, 40s, I guess, and she had some kids. Her oldest kid was 18. And uh, so we were like, oh, you know, is he, is he working? Is he going to college? And da da da. And, and uh, she was like, oh, no, I just kicked him out of my house last night. We're like, what? I'm mean, like, these are the stories that you're like, this, this is what you should have started off with, lady, not the fucking village idiots. Uh, talk about you kicking. Uh, your son out of your house and apparently uh he the kid wanted to move into the basement because the basement was cooler 
which, I mean, it's underground, so yeah, it's going to be cooler. Even though apparently they had central AC in the house, they just want to move to the basement. Probably just more privacy and whatever. But I guess the dude is down there. Uh, there's no ba- there, there's no uh, bathroom in the basement. So apparently what this guy was doing, he was going into the corner where they had like a sump pump or something. And I guess there's like a little hole. And uh, dude, savage that he is, was just pissing in the, this hole in the corner of the ba- of the basement. And so they would go down there and it just smelled like piss. And uh, they said, I guess the, the parents were like, are you pissing in the basement? Are you some fucking, how did we raise you? We didn't raise you in a barn. I mean, you're living in a basement now, but it's not a barn. Don't piss down here, you fucking weirdo kid. And so they told him that, and then I guess apparently uh, Friday night, this past Friday night, uh, mom went down there again, and, and kids down there playing Xbox with his buddy, and it just reeked a urine. And she's like, "Did you piss in the corner again?" And the guy was like laughing, and she's like, "Get the fuck out!" Mom wasn't playing, everybody. So mom kicked his ass out, and I'm just like, "What the fuck?" And uh, apparently the kid was in the demolition derby, which happened yesterday. That's also when you're you're in a small town and they have demolition derby. You're like, this is the greatest thing of all time. People taking beater cars and just smashing the shit out of them. So apparently this kid, he, he graduated high school and he took his, you know, people here in Michigan, they do these things called uh, open houses where like everywhere else in the country, they just call them graduation parties. But here in Michigan, it's an open house. I don't understand that. But you're, you're supposed to come bearing gifts of money. So all these people came and they brought him money. And he used that money to buy himself a beater car to enter into the demolition derby. So I don't think mom was very happy with that either. But she's like, oh yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to go to the demolition derby tomorrow. I'm going to cheer him on because you know, I haven't talked to him since Friday and I don't know where he's at. He's not answering my texts. I'm like, well, you kicked him out of your house. I mean, yeah, sure. The kid was pissing in the house in the corner like a fucking savage or an animal. But he, yeah, man. So that's, uh, that's small town life, everybody. Lake Odessa, small town life. And it was great. It couldn't have been better. Uh, I would do it again in a heartbeat if I ever still do comedy again. Uh, I did do comedy last night too, everybody. I went to the Sunday Night Funny show, which happens at Woody's Press Box in Spectrum Lanes in a bowling alley, everybody. This comedy show, it's an open mic every Sunday night there. Spectrum Lanes in Wyoming, Michigan. It's a free show, 8.30 start time. But over the summer, the guy who runs at Brian B does it's he's doing a contest. It's the funniest person in Wyoming. And I just wanted to get in it for the time and fuck around and let's see what happens. And uh, as I mentioned, I'm 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 almost out. I'm pulling the ripcord, I'm done and done. I don't I don't give a fuck about anything anymore. And I uh destroyed a couple rules last night at the show because uh, when you're doing comedy there's a couple things like you do whatever the hell you want there are no rules 
<coughs> excuse me for that, but there are some unwritten rule things, and a couple of them are all you know stage stuff. Like if you take the mic out of the mic stand, you put the mic stand behind you, right? That kind of bullshit. But when it comes to dress, you're not supposed to wear shorts, and you shouldn't wear a hat. And I wore both yesterday. I wore shorts and a hat because I didn't give a shit. I did my time. It was hot as balls, and I and I incorporated into the act because I can't just do it and not address it. And uh, it worked. It was uh, people people liked what I did. They, everyone had ballots and they voted, and I was one of the top three. And I was like, yay! And I can't lie, everybody. It's one of these things of like I should move on. Clearly, I should move on. I've been doing comedy longer than most of the people. <clears throat> that are in this contest and there you go and i'm sure a lot of the guys are like what are the fuck's doing this contest and i'm like i don't know because it's a contest and and uh, i don't really care and it's fun and it's in town i don't have to even go anywhere and maybe if i win this fucking thing i'll get something from it like get one of the prizes of winning this silly contest is you are uh you you're the official comedian of wyoming of the town of wyoming or the city of wyoming and the city of wyoming is the 13th largest city in the state of Michigan. So, I mean, that's saying something, everybody. If you can be the official comedian of the 13th largest city in the state of Michigan, and the state of Michigan, population-wise, is probably top 25 states in the union. Yeah, that is saying something right there, everybody. So, uh, semifinals are sometime in August. Uh, if I'm still doing comedy and going to do the semifinals, I'll let people know and you can come on out and maybe I'll still be wearing shorts and a hat. I had a, my hair is just out of control. That's why I had to wear the hat. I can't wait for the 23rd when I can shave my fucking hair. So there's that everybody. All right. Uh, last thing I wanted to get to everybody was, uh, June, the month of June. I went and saw a movie a day for the month of June, everybody. So that's in the theater. In the, I wasn't one of these fucking guys, I'm going to see a movie a day. And then you you pop on Netflix or watch a DVD at home. Because that's nothing. Because first of all, you can, uh, you can do it whenever you want. Uh, you can stop whenever you want. There's no effort. You don't have to leave the house. You don't, I mean, you can be, in, you can watch a movie a day for a week and never leave your house. So go fuck yourself. Uh, that is not a goal. That is not an accomplishment. You achieve nothing. You get zero points. You get nothing. I had to leave the house. I had to engage with human beings who I don't particularly care for, buy tickets, get popcorn, buy drinks, probably get some licorice because I like licorice, Maybe I got a piece of pizza, too, because they sell pizza at the movie theaters now. That's America, everybody. That is America. So a couple caveats, everybody. I uh, The goal for me was a movie a day, and I never wanted to repeat a movie. So I felt like I did pretty good with that. There, two, thing, two things happened with it. One, I can't lie, I had to, one day I couldn't see a movie. There was no way I could do it with scheduling purposes. Uh, it was a Monday night, uh, Monday, and I, I had to do the podcast, and then I had to go to work, 
And then I did my talk show, the Tonight Tonight with Steve McAllister talk show. So there was no way I could get a movie in uh, with all that stuff happening. So there was a day where I did a double feature. I saw two movies in the theater. I did a double feature that day. Uh, Unavoidable. And see that, I mean, that's part of the thing too with scheduling. I saw a lot of movies that I had absolutely no interest in seeing and would never recommend to anybody. But I had to. It was the there was the only movie playing. Like there was a time where there were only two movies in the theater in the whole city of Grand Rapids that I hadn't seen playing in movies in in, in theaters. Only two. That's crazy, everybody. That is goddamn fucking crazy. And so because of that, I did see one movie uh, that I had already seen. And um, but I, I take it as okay because it was not a movie that i had seen in the month of june so there were no repeats i saw 30 movies in 30 days and uh, i'm gonna go down the list of the 30 movies and tell you what i thought about them and why they placed where they did okay so this might take a little while maybe it won't there might be some spoilers, everybody. So if you uh, care about spoilers, uh, some of these movies have been in the theater for a long time. Some of them probably aren't even in the theaters anymore. Uh, but I'm just I'm just letting you know. Okay, all right. Here we go. Number thirty, worst movie I saw in the month of June, Show Dogs. It was awful. It was kind of CGI uh, live action. A uh, dog trying to find a panda. Uh, that guy, Will Arnett, was the main actor in it. Uh, it was pure garbage. Uh, it was kind of a kid movie. I wouldn't have seen this movie on my own, but I had to see it. I was sitting next to a kid, well, probably about two seats down from me. We saw it in a small theater. This kid was probably 10. This kid didn't laugh at all. And if a kid's not laughing at a kid movie, it's shit. Because it's just... It was awful. So it's gone. Show Dogs, worst movie. Close second worst movie. Uh, Book Club. So many big time actors and actresses were in this movie. And it was pure shit. Candace Bergen. Jane Fonda. Mary Steenburgen. Uh, the chick who played Annie Hall. I'm blanking on her name now. Uh, I think Richard Dreyfus was in it, uh, Andy Garcia, Don Johnson. All, all these people were in it. Uh, Craig T. Nelson, who uh, was in another movie I saw that's much higher ranked. But um, this movie was garbage. It was about these four white privileged bitches uh, who were old as shit, uh, wanting to have their sex life back. And it just whatever. Uh, it didn't appeal to me. I don't want to see a movie about four old dudes wanting to get their Viagra on and uh, put it in the hole. I, I No, it was dumb. It was bad. I actually, there was a guy on Facebook who talked about how good Book Club was, and I had to unfriend him. Uh, no, it was fucking awful. It was a bad movie. Uh, don't ever see it. Uh, if you ever meet anyone who, who starred in it, please throw eggs at them. It was uh, it was awful. Number 28, Mary Shelley. Uh, period piece about the lady who wrote Frankenstein. I thought it would be good. It was so boring. None of the characters in this movie were likable. 
Uh, they were all self-important fucking assholes. Pure garbage. Pure shit. Ungood. I don't like the movie and Buck Frankenstein now as a result. Uh, it was a monster of a shitty movie. Number 27, Tag. God bless America. This movie looked awful. Uh, and I was right. Uh, the writing was poor. The comedy was poor. No one... I mean, there were some people laughing in, in the crowd. I remember it was pretty full. There were some people laughing. And the reason why those people were laughing was because they were idiots. Uh, the comedy was obvious. It was a money grab of sorts. Ed Helms... Uh, I don't think he's been in a good movie since The Hangover. If you can think of a good movie that Ed Helms has been in, uh, please get at me uh, because I'm I'm not I'm not recalling any pure shit. Next movie I saw was The Seagulls, 26th worst movie, uh, The Seagull. It was also a another period piece. So I'm not a fan of period pieces. Apparently, period piece. Apparently, there you go. It was a takeoff on the Russian play by Chekhov. And uh, it was it just wasn't good either. There was no one in this play that was terribly likable. Uh, self-serving, self-centered people. Pass on it. Don't see it. Again, there were some people in it of some fame. Uh, what's her face? Uh, God, why am I blanking her name? She was married to Warren Beatty. And maybe she still is. Brian Dennehy was in it. I mean, there were some people that were in it. The guy who played the bad guy in Ant-Man. And he was in House of Cards. You know, the bald guy. You know who I'm talking about. I don't know his name. Awful movie. Uh, next, worst movie, 25, Adrift. There, and the reason why I didn't care for this movie is this was a movie about a woman and a man who were crossing the ocean in a yacht and uh, they get caught up in a storm. It disables the yacht there. So there's just a drift out at sea forever in a day. And there's only so many ways to tell a story about being lost at sea and it's already been done and um, it doesn't intrigue me anymore. Uh, there was kind of, um, Here's the spoiler, everybody. Skip the next 30 seconds or so if you give a shit about the movie Adrift. First of all, don't see it. Uh, and then here's the story. Uh, she was out to sea with this guy. Uh, and throughout most of the movie, he's uh, been injured and, and he's just kind of lying there. But it turns out she was hallucinating and the dude was dead. And for most of the time, she was just talking to a hallucination whatever i mean that was kind of the one interesting part about the movie but for the most part it was shit uh next worst movie 24 superfly apparently superfly was a recap a reintroduction a redo of 70s black exploitation movie and it was just it was poorly acted not really good action um i don't really recall any names being in this movie it was just guns, and, and the main guy, the Superfly guy, had just crazy hair. It, was, it wasn't it was good. It was low-rent, low-budget movie pass. Number 23, Action Park. 
this movie, I thought I was going to enjoy this movie. It, uh, it actually was the first movie I saw of the month. Um, it was uh, Johnny Knoxville, the guy from Jackass. I thought it was going to be good. Um, you know, the, those movies, for the most part, I find humorous, even though it's all very slapsticky and they're just doing dumb stunts. The problem with this movie is they tried to take dumb stunts and add a story to it. And the story was just so bad and poorly written about Johnny Knoxville owning an amusement park and then trying to reconnect with his daughter and he's going to lose the park and so they just do all these wacky stunts to get people to come out and um, it didn't focus enough on the stunts you go see Jackass because of the stunts you don't go to see Jackass because of a story and so they threw a shit story in and took away from a lot of the time they could have been doing stunts so it was awful it was bad don't ever see this movie shit number 22 uh first reformed boy i thought this was going to be good too uh ethan hawk plays a uh preacher uh in a small church that essentially is a uh destination destination tourist church because it was like the first presbyterian church in the state of new york or you know some, something like that there's no no reason really anyone's going to go to this little church and he struggles with some uh morality issues and ethical issues and he some environmental stuff he's he's got alcohol issues too um it it, it was very slow uh, Cedric the Entertainer was in it. He played a serious role. It was interesting seeing him play a serious role. Uh, at the end of the movie, everyone in the movie was so disgusted at how the, this movie ended that everyone stood up and we all yelled, what the fuck? And then we threw popcorn at the screen. Uh, it ends very poorly without giving anything away. Uh, it was shit. Uh, so don't even don't even go out of your way to see this movie the ending will just piss you off it sucks balls number 21 uh let the sun shine in this was a french movie i have no problems in seeing movies that are subtitled uh they're they're usually pretty good it comes from a different perspective we're all human beings but uh, because of culture and whatever else sometimes we look at things differently and uh, this movie was just about this middle-aged woman who's trying to figure out who she is concerning relationships. And uh, essentially, she just goes around sleeping with dudes. Uh, she sleeps with, I think, four different dudes in like 90 minutes. She tries to use sex to kind of uh, trap guys in relationships or tries to help define the relationship. And at first, I thought I was going to love this movie because for a moment one, not one second in there's nudity it just starts right off on the the boob and the nipple you're like yes this is going to be the greatest movie of my life and it just wasn't it was just a very sad depressing movie and uh pass don't don't see it number 20 dci 2018 and boy i was tricked on this everybody uh dci stands for drum corps international and this was not a movie this was a one-time uh i think it's phantom fandom event where essentially fandom will show things like 
DCI or an opera show or maybe like a TED talk. It's kind of, it's an event as opposed to a movie. And so DCI, Drumcourt International happened in Ford Field House in Detroit. And it was just drum corps competition. And, you know, so I'm thinking it was going to be, uh, you know, like the, the those actual movies that they had of like a lot of drums and stuff. But, man, I, I, it was boring to me. I got up and I left for a while because I just didn't care. It's a, it's a competition that uh, I, I, I don't care for. I don't really care for the music. And before you get mad at me, if this is your thing, everybody, if you're really into drum corps stuff, very talented people. I want the music. They're playing music. They're marching around. They're throwing their instruments around. They're in formation. Whatever it is, very much talent goes involved in that. But you know what? I don't want to fucking watch it. Gymnasts, very talented people. I I just don't want to fucking watch it. Right? I, I have no interest in any of that stuff. I was tricked. I should have should have probably looked more into it. It wasn't for me. Uh, but it was a one-time event, so you guys will never need to see it. There you go. Number 19, A Wrinkle in Time. Uh, this movie was garbage, too. Um, had a lot of big names in it. Uh, it had uh, Oprah Winfrey and Reese Witherspoon. And, boy, why am I blanking on her name? Uh, the Indian woman from, uh, I think it was Parks and Rec. Or, no, Office. Uh, the Office. God, I'm blanking on her name. Comedian. Mindy Kaling. Yes, that's her name, Mindy Kaling. And uh, it, it, apparently this is a movie based on a book. And it just was a lot of CGI, a lot of scenery. Uh, it was a story of, about a, a young girl kind of coming to grips with who she is and how she's okay with who she is. So, I mean, it did have a story. Um there was a grandma sitting with like her five-year-old daughter or granddaughter behind me and the granddaughter was super into it and i'm like that's great it's good good for this kid for me it was garbage i didn't care for it i did like mindy kaling's character though because she didn't throughout most of the movie she didn't use her own words she just quoted other people she used quotes from other people and i, I just kind of dug that it was interesting so uh, don't see it though. Number eighteen, uh, suicide: the ripple effect. This was that documentary that I saw last week, and uh, the guy that it was based upon, he was there. He talked to us, and I just didn't. I didn't give a fuck about it. Um, I I should have, as a social worker, I should have cared. I just didn't care. The movie just seemed very self-serving for me for this guy to further his. Uh, public speaking and motivational career for him to sell his books i just didn't i didn't care uh suicide it's it's an awful thing uh the ripple effect clearly it talks about how it affects everybody else you know that person dies but then everyone else around them you know co-workers family friends all that stuff so there's that ripple effect i didn't care for it i'm a heartless bastard who just doesn't give a shit anymore so um yeah <laughs> Uh, number 17, The Catcher Was a Spy. This was also a historical thing about this guy who played professional baseball. And boy, I'm blanking on his name. I should know his name, but he played for Boston. He played for the Red Sox. Uh, very smart guy. He he was actually at his PhD and stuff. Uh, spoke several languages. 
And during World War II, they recruited him to uh, work for the U.S. government. And he went over to, I think he was in Germany, and Heisenberg was this guy working for the Germans who was working on making an atomic bomb. And it was the this guy's uh, assignment to figure out how far Heisenberg was in making this and if he was close to kill the guy. And uh, it was pretty interesting, but it was very slow. Paul Rudd plays the main character. Uh, I was hoping it was going to be better than it was, but uh, it wasn't. Uh, kind of the... One of the things to it was the, the wondering if the guy was gay. The catcher was a gay. He was a catcher. Holy shit. Just came to me. Uh, because he was never married. He had a girlfriend for a long time, but he didn't really like doing stuff with her. And it, you know, and then he never, even after the war was over, very led a very solitary lifestyle, wasn't involved with anybody. So it was indicated that he was gay. And he's like, I just like keeping my life private. So whatever. Number 16, Hereditary. Uh, this was the horror movie that had no fucking clue what it wanted to be. This was a movie that I normally wouldn't have seen on my own. Uh, and fuck me. It did, this, this movie it didn't know like if it wanted to be like a, a weird drama, if it wanted to be like a possession movie, if it was like a ghost movie. And then it turned into this weird like cult movie at the end. Uh, I didn't care for it. I laughed at it a whole bunch. There was a scene, spoiler here, everybody, there was a scene where the creepy girl uh, sticks her head outside the car window. Her brother kind of veers off the road because there was something in the road, and, and he gets really close to a telephone pole, and it knocks this chick's head off. And uh, just the absurdity of it. And I guess it was supposed to be the horror and the sadness and whatever you know it's a little 13 year old girl whatever but it, it knocks her head off and there couldn't have been anything more humorous to me in that moment uh there was also the girl in this movie clucked a whole lot she went or it was more like that it was more like like that and throughout the movie, people in the theater were actually kind of doing that on their own and mocking her. And someone uh, let go of one of the largest farts I had ever heard uh, in public before. And uh, clearly they did it on purpose because this movie was, was full of shit. And I think they were trying to show how shitty of a movie it was. I know some people thought it was the greatest movie of the year. And those people, um, I think, are known as idiots. I think they're known as idiots. Uh, number 15, Horton Hears a Who, uh, first cartoon on the list. Uh, it was decent. I didn't mind it. It is a Dr. Seuss uh, movie based on his book. Uh, old, old movie came out, like, I think over 10 years ago, but Celebration Cinema, the movie chain here in Grand Rapids, brings back these uh, kid flakes so people under 12 can go for free. So, fuck, yeah, why wouldn't you go see it? It was, it was a good movie. Uh, Jim Carrey and uh, Steve Carell were the main voices. It, it was good stuff. I, I liked it enough. I'd never seen it before. It was okay. Uh, good for the kiddos to see. It was weird when we first got there. It was just Jamie and I, and that was it. I'm like, going, fuck, this is weird. And I'm like, why wouldn't people come to see this movie with kids? And then finally, they came rolling in like late. Like the movie had almost kind of started late. And again, I've never had kids. I don't know much about kids, but some of these parents just were letting their kids run buck wild, just kind of like running around uh, in the aisles. 
And uh, I don't remember my parents ever letting me do that. I really wasn't kind of like a rambunctious kind of kid anyway. But I think my mom probably would have beat my ass if I was just kind of running buck wild around the movie theater. So, I mean, even Jamie was commenting on it. Just kind of weird. So, number 14, Truth or Dare. Kind of a weird teen horror movie about these kids who are down in Mexico and they play a game of Truth or Dare and it was possessed. The game was possessed. And they have to continue playing the game or they die. And, you know, I kind of like that funny, weird shtick. It's nothing great. It's pretty easy. It had a really cool thing at the end that I won't I won't spoil for because I liked it enough that I'm not going to spoil the movie for you. So uh, it was pretty cool. It's, it's been out a while, so it's probably not out in the theater near you. But if you get a chance to see it on Netflix or whatever, go do it. Number 13, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Man, you go to see this movie for the CGI and all that stuff, clearly. And it didn't disappoint in that capacity. But if you, you're not seeing these movies for the story. The story's been done. It's awful. Its dinosaurs are bad, but we're going to try to monopolize and make money off of them. Oh, holy shit. And, um, yeah, I just, I just didn't care for it. There's going to be a, th- a third one to wrap up because uh, they brought the dinosaurs to America. They're in America now, kind of Roman free. Whatever. Bullshit. Who cares? I like Chris Pratt. The rest of it can fuck off. Uh, number 12, Rampage. This was a movie that I thought I would hate. Everybody, I thought I would hate this movie. Um, I thought it would just be garbage, but it, again, it was one of these movies that fit time-wise. I love The Rock. He he is one of my favorites. He is the new Arnold Schwarzenegger type guy. He doesn't throw out dumb catchphrases, but uh, he's great. And um, I, I enjoyed it. It was a CGI movie, but it was... Funny enough story, funny uh, lines thrown out. I know it's been out a while too, but uh, if you get a chance to see it on Netflix, go see it. It, it was all right. Uh, and this was the movie too where a woman told me she wouldn't see it because the animals looked too real in it. I'm like, oh, go fuck off. It's a you know, 40-foot tall wolf and an alligator that, that looks like it fucking was from a Godzilla movie or something. It, no. No, it's CGI. You're an adult. You can di- differentiate reality from fantasy. Okay, let's move on. Number 11, Sicario, Day of the Soldado. Uh, it was fine. The first one was way better. Sometimes stuff gets convoluted. Uh, I hate when kids are involved. There was a kid involved in this. Um, it was okay. It, it came out this week. If you... It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It almost made the top 10. It's fine. Number 10. Holy shit. A cartoon. There's two cartoons, everybody, in my top 10. Number 10, Sherlock Gnomes. Oh my God. You're going, Stu, you are a retard and an idiot. You put two cartoons in your top 10 and number 10 is Sherlock Gnomes. Yes, I'm aware. Sherlock Gnomes. I didn't even see the first one, Gnomeo and Juliet. I wasn't sure if I'd be able to keep up, but I was able to. It was just... Again, it was funny. It was a good story. I enjoyed it a whole lot. Uh, go see it if it's near you. Uh, number nine, I don't know how this got into my top ten, everybody. I don't know how. Uh, I clearly did this list wrong. Uh, Ocean's 8. 
uh, I did this list wrong. I don't know how it got in my top 10. Uh, let's swap this out with Sicario. Uh, so Ocean's 8 is number 11. Sicario is now in the top 10. Good for you, Sicario. You made it top 10. But Ocean's 8, heist movie, all girls, big cast, m- mediocre results. Whatever. Number 8, Hotel Artemis. I don't really know how this one got into my top 10 either. Uh, I should probably go look again when I was ordering this thing. All right, let's let's flip that one with Rampage. Okay, Hotel Artemis, you're now 12. Rampage, you are 8. Um, the concept for this movie was great. Of uh, Kind of 50 years down the line, America's kind of uh, torn asunder. And uh, this woman, Jodie Foster, is this nurse who runs this quote-unquote hotel that is actually a hospital for thieves and vagrants and miscreants. And uh, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it her character could have been better. She played it so strangely, and maybe that's what she was going for. But um, if that's near you, go, go ahead and see that too. Uh, it is 12th on my list not eighth i swap spaces uh number seven boy this was a movie everybody that i forgot completely about because i couldn't remember what the fuck it was uh disobedience i saw that movie and i'm like i I don't even remember so i had to go back and google it and then i was like oh my god yes i remember this movie now it was a great movie it was probably third movie i saw in the month and it was about this uh, Jewish woman whose father was a rabbi in the Orthodox religion. Uh, he passed away, and she goes back from New York City back to London. And it's her dealing with the Orthodox religion and people she knows in it and sexuality. And uh, Rachel Wise and Rachel McAdams are in it. And uh, there's some nudity, and it is hot. And... Uh, concerning religion too so it was great uh it's definitely worth top seven go see it if it's near you probably not it's probably uh will come to netflix or hulu or something at some point see it number six upgrade uh this was kind of the action movie where a person is uh paralyzed he's a quadriplegic and they do some experimental stuff on him they implant a chip in him and now he can move and he can do all these incredible things and the chip kind of takes him over without spoiling this one because it's a good thing so it's uh his relationship with the chip and what they do and how they do things it was good i don't know if it's still in the theaters but go check that one out too a lot of some good action scenes there'll probably be a uh sequel to it which it could use it could use a sequel number five the second cartoon in my top 10 incredibles 2 uh, not as good as the first Incredibles, but still very good. Good storyline, funny. If you like the first one, you'll like the second one. Craig T. Nelson redeemed himself in this one from Book Club. Fuck Book Club. Go see Incredibles 2. Craig, you did better as a cartoon than as a real-life human being. I don't know what that says about your acting and your uh, choices and scripts. Stick to cartoons. Number four, huge huge upset everybody um i would have pictured this in my bottom five it's now in my top five but at number four uncle drew 
the thing that was a car, uh, commercial for Pepsi Cola probably about a decade ago where a old man is one of the greatest uh, street ballers out there, Uncle Drew, played by Kyrie Irving. And it's just about they're playing a street ball tournament. This guy wants Lil Rel, I think that's his name, plays this guy who wants to get all this team together. And Uncle Drew's like, it's going to be my team. And he gets everybody back. It's uh, Shaquille O'Neal and Chris Webber and Nate Robinson and uh, Reggie Miller and Lisa Leslie are the basketball players. Shaquille O'Neal, Shakarific. And it was just fun. It was a good, funny movie. There's some lines in it that I just really laughed out loud. It was just goofy. And it was fun to watch during the movie because it's the end. It's it's the last game of the tournament. And, you know, it's getting down to the nitty-gritty. And they want the guy to shoot. And people in the crowd were like, shoot, shoot. They're yelling at the movie theater, shoot the ball. And it's just so funny to me that people are yelling at the movie theater that way. Moving, yelling at the screen. You're like, you fucking moron. He can't hear you. It's a movie. You know he's going to shoot, you fucking morons. And then everyone applauded at the end of the movie. So it was it was good. Go see it. Uh, it was a lot of fun. You can take your kids to it. I think it's a PG, maybe PG-13 movie. Shaquille O'Neal's got... Uh, it's probably PG-13 because you see Shaquille O'Neal's butt in it. Um, but it was fun. It was good. Number three was The Rider. It was an independent movie. Uh, the people who starred in it weren't actors. It was about these people who were uh, rodeo cowboys. And the one main guy, he got a head injury, and it's pretty much, uh, you need to stop. You're going to keep having these seizures, and it's going to kill you. And it's about him trying to find a new identity. And uh, it was low budget, and these were not actors. And it was really, it was really good though. Obviously, everybody, it's in my top three. Uh, go check it out if it's near you. Try and find it if it isn't. Number two, uh, RGB, everybody. Uh, or uh, sorry, it's RBG. Yes, Ruth Baines Ginsburg. I don't. I always want to go. Is it RGB or RBG? But it's about the Supreme Court Justice Ruth, and it's about how. Uh, she struggled as a woman and a lawyer and, and, and uh, Jewish and uh, she's old as fuck now and she's a small woman and she's tough as nails. She's hard as nails. And it's a great documentary, everybody, particularly now with what's going on of how they're going to have to pick a new uh, Supreme Court justice with Kennedy stepping down. So go see it. Uh, if you don't see it, I'm only assuming it's because you hate women. Uh, it was a great movie. Go see the documentary. RBG, the notorious RBG, and the woman who actually um, directed it uh, tweeted at me about it because I mentioned that I saw it, so she tweeted at me. It was a great movie. It was number two, and number two, it would have been my number one, but my number one movie that I saw in the month of June, it has to go to the Avengers. And you're like, Stu, you're a fucking moron, and I'm like, yes, I know, I'm a moron. And Avengers is the one movie that I had to see that I had already seen before. I had actually, I've actually seen it three times. It was a great movie. I'm huge into the Marvel movies. I believe I've seen them all. Um, looking forward to Ant-Man coming out this week. Uh, I really wish Ant-Man had been in the Avengers. They'll probably explain why he wasn't in the Avengers and this one, but um, 
If you're into the Marvel movies, you clearly really need to see this. I know a lot of people are upset by the ending of it because it's not necessarily a happy ending, everybody. But you know what? Life isn't like that. Life isn't all happy. Um, but I think things will be explained in the fourth Avengers, and it's just going to be great. So there we go, everybody. That's the recap of uh, 30 movies in 30 days. It's tough, man. It was tough. It was not easy. I sacrificed a lot. Uh, I probably gained about uh, 20 pounds uh, from all the popcorn and uh, movie theater food that I ate, all the slushies I drank, uh, all the popcorn. Thank God MoviePass exists. Couldn't have done it without MoviePass. Props to you. Uh, not a paid endorsement there, everybody. Props to MoviePass. Go check them out, moviepass.com. And uh, that's it, everybody. Oh, God, this has gone over an hour, way longer than it should have been. Uh, I will see you guys on Thursday. Uh, let me know if there's anything you want me to talk about. Uh, do more World Cup recap. Uh, do my predictions for the weekend. I'm pretty good so far. I'm a two for four. That's pretty good. That's Hall of Fame statistics, everybody. So I hope you guys stay dry. Team PDU, please, for the love of all that is holy and mecca, make America smart again. And you can do that by liking the fan page, Elemental Podcast, uh, on the facial book. And please let other people know they can listen to this nonsense on SoundCloud, CastBox, iTunes as well, too. And again, get at me if you want me to discuss anything. Oh, a uh, couple again, uh, Six Member Mafia is a fan page. Uh, as well on Facebook, that's six with double X's. Go like that if you want. I don't run it. I have nothing to do with it. And there also is the Reddit stuff too. If you are on Reddit, I have a love-hate affair with Reddit. But uh, go like that as well too, okay? Uh, it's the subreddit, the Elemental Podcast there. I don't run that either. Uh, my buddy Mark uh, lives down in New Orleans, a fan of this podcast for some reason. Uh, he wants me to talk about the TV show Preacher, which I've, I've watched, and apparently he's had some uh, background, background stuff in Preacher down there in New Orleans. So uh, maybe I'll talk about it. I do, I do like Preacher. Maybe I'll talk about that on Thursday. But if there's anything you want me to talk about, I know I'm rambling way too long. Uh, oh, and I'm, I'm also going to be on another person's podcast on Thursday. Maybe I'll talk about that as well, too. All right, that's it. I've been rambling. You guys are the greatest of all time. Thank you very much for listening. I'll uh, take care. Da 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 da. Stay dry. Bye.